Have you pushed yourself to the limit? Are you sure? The only limits are the ones that you create. We're Callie Ray and Kendall, your hosts for the Limitless Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear some of what you want, some of what you don't want, but definitely what you need to hear. If you think there's a limit to what you can or cannot do, think again. We're here to show you that there's no limit to your income, your happiness, or your success. It's all limitless. Okay, we are recording. Thank you guys so much for hopping on on this lovely night. I don't know about you guys, but I have not been so excited for a Zoom, for a podcast in a long time. Like, I always feel very um, excited and passionate about the things that Kendall and I get on here and talk about, but this one, for some reason, hits so close to home, and I am just beyond excited to deep dive into this. If you guys are the note-taking type, I guarantee that you're going to want to grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, because the things that are coming at you, you're going to want to write down, you're going to want to going to gonna wanna <laughs> reference back. So Kendall is not here tonight. She is with her fam at Disney. Um, so I decided, this is Callie, if you're listening to the podcast and don't know my voice or can't see my face, this is Callie. I decided to call in some backup. So I have invited Miss Lindsay Umberg onto our Zoom. And we're gonna be talking to you guys a little bit about you know, your business and the marriage that you have for your business. The title of this is for better or for worse. Um, and unfortunately in life, in marriage, in business, there's a lot of the better and there's also, there can be a lot of the worst. So we want to take you guys through this journey, go through the steps of marriage and, you know, your business and how they're similar. Um, and, and truly just, you know, unpack a lot of stuff. Um, that is women we all feel. But before Lindsay hops on and introduces herself, I want to start, of course, with our affirmation. I've got my cutesy little affirmation card right here. And I thought this one was perfect for today. It says, as long as there is hope in my heart, my spirit can rise from the depths. And I just thought that that was so powerful. So I'll say it again. As long as there is hope in my heart, my spirit can rise from the depths. Take it away, Lindsay. Introduce yourself. Hello. Get Thank you so much for having me tonight. I I watch, listen to this every single week. So the fact that I'm able to come on here and I'm just, I'm super excited. So thank you guys. Um, so I've been in this business and in this industry for, I mean, more than four years, but before that didn't really count. So we're going to say four years because before it was just kind of the you know, just kind of the dabbling. Um, but then things got real. And that's a big part of what we're really excited to talk to you guys about tonight is, um, you know, that comparison, that parallel to marriage. And for those of you guys that are married or have been married or are in a relationship, or um, even even if, if you're not, you can compare this to, you know, a friendship, a very intimate, close friendship or sister or um, some sort of relationship that you have in your life. But to keep to the marriage theme, none of us just, I, I've been married for five years this year. Um, 
it hasn't been happily ever after since, you know, since I do, you don't just get up on that altar or whatever and exchange vows. And then that's it. Boom, done story closed happily ever after. It doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. I see a lot of head nodding, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> ain't that the truth. Right. And, right. And so, and, and it's the same thing with our business. We don't, we don't hit that enroll button or um, any any business. We don't just become an employee or or step into network marketing and then boom, done, hands clean, step away. I'm a billionaire. You know, wouldn't that be nice? But it doesn't work like that. And so often we don't um, we don't tap into the or worse part. And so I was really excited um, when Callie got a hold of me and asked if we wanted to do this because it's so important. It's so important to shine a light on those tough moments. You guys know you don't get through the hard crappy parts of marriage by pretending it didn't happen or pretending you know it doesn't exist. You have to talk about it. You have to work your way through it. You have to heal and grow through it. And that's what we hope to take you guys through tonight. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, let's just dive right in. Um, so I want you guys to think back to if you're married, if you've ever been in a relationship, or even if you've not, right? Like we've all seen movies. We've seen movies about the, yeah, I feel like movies are always so over-exaggerated, but the, the great parts of somebody being in love, like sometimes when you think about relationships, I always look back and you guys are going to think I'm so stupid, but it's like Carrie and Big in Sex and the City and like how it was so like on again, off again. And there was all these problems and it was like, we're gone, we're back, we're on, we're off, it's toxic, it's great. Like that's always what I think about relationships. I don't know why I'm gonna carry big, but so if you haven't been, if you're not married or you're not in a relationship or have never had some sort of significant other, make one up, right? Think about somebody, you know, I don't know, Twilight, Sex in the City, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But think back to that very first like love of your life, right? Or if it's, if you are married, think about the first month that you were with your husband or your wife or whoever. I'm going to, it's so natural for me to say husband because I have a husband. So y'all just know that going forward. It, if I say husband, it could be wife, it could be spouse, it could be partner, it could be boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, but just to make it easy, I'm going to call it husband. But um, think about that time, whether it was freshly dating or freshly married right? When you're in that, not even puppy love, but more of that like a honeymoon phase, right? Everything is so new and it's so fresh and it's so exciting. I don't care if you've been dating for 10 years. When you get married, it's like, oh, this is a little different. And you're, it's, it's so exciting. And there's so many things that you want to get to learn about the person. And you're just so passionate. And there's this like, figuring out phase and so much information that, you know, you, you want to go through, you spend all of your time with that, like special someone, right. Going through and, and, and learning all of their quirks and learning things that make them tick and what makes them them. And it's so fun. And I truly feel like the same thing can be said for our business, right? Think about when you clicked that join my company button, you were excited right? You wouldn't have invested your money, clicked join now, signed up for something. If there wasn't that little bit of spark, that little bit of passion inside of you. And as you start to, you know, learn your products and learn your comp plan and, and learn your team and your leaders and things like that, 
it's fun because you don't know anything. Learning actually, you know, obviously we're in school, we're like, this sucks. But learning is actually really fun. It's fun to, to understand new things and it's fun to take on new challenges. Um, and the, the same thing is with your business, you know, this is, or the same things with marriage, right? Same thing is with marriage. But can y'all imagine if the honeymoon phase lasted forever? Think about it. Like I love my husband with every ounce of my being, but if every single time I walked by him, I felt obligated to like kiss him. I'm like, excuse me, get out of my way. I have things to do, right? If we lived in the honeymoon phase, what we needed to do would not get accomplished because we'd be so distracted, right? If we lived in the honeymoon phase with our husbands or our wives, we would, you know, constantly be in this place of stuck, right? They say the honeymoon phase doesn't last forever and it doesn't last forever for anybody. It doesn't last forever for a reason. And the same thing is with your business. There's a sexiness in the beginning, you know, it, it just, it is, there's this like, just this certain rhythm and, and, and sexiness to it. And that's amazing. And that's great. And, and it's, and it's beautiful and embrace every second while it's there, but it doesn't last forever. And that's okay. And what happens is we start to sort of phase out of that honeymoon phase. And what do we do? We go, Oh crap. Well, maybe it's not what I thought it was. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have married him. Did I pick the right guy? What about so-and-so from five years ago? Like we start getting these very backwards thinking thoughts and it's the same thing in our businesses. Did I choose the right company? Am I cut out for this? Maybe my team would be better off led by someone else. Maybe I, you know what I mean? We start to get a little, a little pinch of that, like, um, comparison and grass is greener. Like, like we get some cold feet. We got some cold feet going. But like Callie said, you have to phase out of the honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase is the honeymoon phase. You're not getting stuff done. You're honeymooning. <laughs> You're doing other stuff. You have to sort of ebb and flow out of that and into the next phase of your relationship, which can be scary and can come with a lot of feelings, but it's necessary and it's good. This is where the depth starts getting built. This is where your roots within your business or your marriage or whatever you're looking at starts getting built. It's where the forever starts growing, right? And that doesn't always look pretty. Um, do you have anything else on the honeymoon phase you wanted to add? No, nope, go for it. Good. Okay, so the next phase, reality. Right across the face, right? <laughs> it's, it hits you so hard. <laughs> yeah, this is where things get real. This is where... The things that were once sexy aren't so sexy anymore. This is where those things you used to think were so cute about them. Oh my gosh, look how you crunch your food. Look how you leave the toilet seat up. Oh my God, now you want to kill them, right? Now you're just like, why are you doing this? Like, what in you makes you think that this crap is okay? And our perspective shifts. And it's the same thing with our business. Once upon a time, the things that we were so excited and nervous and just very emotional to do, whether it was our first live or Zoom calls or, you know, whatever the, the reality hits. And all of a sudden you start to notice how that it's going to take work. It's not just going to happen. It's not just going to start um, coming to fruition around you because you're there. You have to work for it. And sometimes that reality is super, super scary. Fighting, 
this is the phase where, where we fight. We get like, how many of you guys, when you got married or when your relationship, you guys had your first big fight. And then the next day you're like, oh, we had our first big fight, right? I can still remember mine and Ross's, but here's the thing. You can walk away from that fight, defeated, broken, cold feet, all of, all of the negative things, or you can walk away from that fight with a newfound intimacy between you and your partner that you didn't have before, right? I knew my husband, Ross, if I ever mentioned Ross, that's what I'm talking about, talking about hubby. I knew him better after our first big blowout fight than I have ever known him. There was a new intimacy created between us that would not have happened had we not learned how to fight with each other. And it's the same thing in our businesses. There will come a time where you have an all out brawl of, of some kind, metaphorically speaking, whether it's internal or somebody on your team or a leader or a client or whoever, customer, whatever, there will come a time where something scary comes up and you have a choice. You can see that moment as defeating in the moment that you say, okay, peace out, I'm done, I'm not doing this, which happens, right? We know it, this, this industry has a revolving door as does marriage, right? And this is why, because these moments happen and we have the two perspectives to choose from. One, defeat, two, I'm gonna take everything from this that I can, doesn't mean you have to like it, doesn't mean you have to you know, be so happy that you got in a fight, but to be able to look at it and say, there's value in this for me, there's value in this for us, and I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna take it to heart. That's a huge difference that's gonna be made for you in the reality phase. Um, Callie, you had a cool story about yeah, that. Yeah, so it, it's crazy. Like in that reality phase, I wanna add something real quick is we start to notice those flaws. Whether it's like, like Lindsay was saying, like our husband's not cute anymore, like, he stinks. Like, what is going on? Right. And that's, it's the same in your business. Not everything y'all. If somebody, if whoever, you know, talks to you about joining whatever company you're in, wherever you're at, and they said it was going to be sunshine and rainbows, they lied to you. Mm -hmm. It is hard work. It is grit. It is just like a marriage. There is a reason why when you go on your like bachelor or bachelorette party, people are always like, don't do it. Cause it's hard. And the same thing is for your business. So I'm going to tell two stories actually. <laughs> but So I dated a guy all through high school and college. I think I've talked about it on here before. Um, and his aunt gave me this advice because we fought a lot. Like if you looked at like toxic in the dictionary, that was my life, right? Toxic. And his aunt sat me down one time and said, listen, Cal, if you wouldn't get divorced over it, don't waste time fighting over it. And I just remember being like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> but as I've grown up and now that I am married, I think about that. Wow, that's so true right? Am I going to divorce my husband for not putting the trash bag in the friggin' trash can after he kicks the trash out? No, that is not grounds for divorce. I'm just going to go. And I know that every couple of days I'm going to have to put the trash bag in and it's fine. It's not worth causing that stress and that anxiety in my marriage to fight that. The same thing is true for your business. There are going to be little nuances that you're just like, I hate when this happens. Like when a customer 
complains about something, it sucks, right? It hits you hard. Are you going to let that cause an uproar in your business? Or are you going to let that cause something that you're like, so-and-so is unhappy. I quit. No, right. It's so easy to get caught up in the drama of things. Um, and, and, and really just think, you know, okay, all right, this can be fixed. Not worth, not worth divorcing my husband over, not worth quitting my business for. And when you can kind of find that balance and understand, okay, this isn't worth it. I'm going to choose this battle, right? I'm going to choose what I want to fight my business. I'm going to let things roll. Y'all, I am not a chill person. I have grown leaps and bounds. My husband is the most like California cool, like nonchalant, nothing. He uses words like gnarly. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) He is so chill. I am not. But I've become more chill. Like that chill has kind of like rubbed off on me a little bit to where I never used to let things roll. I would hold on to them and they would cause me like stress and anxiety. And I used to like have to go get massages because I needed them because I couldn't feel my shoulders. They were so tense. And now it's like, okay, I got this. You know, another, my, my second story. Um, I mean, we're just gonna get real, right? So my 30th birthday was, like what a month ago and for my birthday god bless i love my husband so much he's not the best gift giver he is not the most thoughtful right how many of y'all's husbands run to the cvs the morning of your birthday and buy your birthday card and they're like oh hey babe be right back and then they're like happy birthday it sucks men i roll right so I was talking about this in therapy. Your girl goes to therapy. I'm not embarrassed. I will be such an advocate for therapy my whole life. And I was talking to my therapist about this. And I said, I just wish he cared a little bit more. I just wish that he put a little more effort. I just wish that this one part of him was perfect. Y'all, he got me underwear for my 30th birthday because as Lindsay said, things aren't sexy anymore. He was like, babe, you've had those panties since I met you. We have to throw them out. Happy birthday. Here's underwear. Also, here's the card from this morning. Like, that was it. Right. And so I'm talking to my therapist about this. And she said, you know what, Callie? She said, you have, she was like, look at your marriage, look at your relationship. And to you guys, like, look at your business as a whole ass pie, like this big, juicy, yummy pie. And on one little sliver, one teeny tiny sliver, there's a like cherry and you don't like cherries or it got messed up. Right. Somebody put their finger in the whipped cream and it's just not perfect. Would you throw out 95% of a whole ass good ass pie because one little sliver was imperfect? And she sat there and she said, I need you to think about all of the great things about your husband. Think about all of the great things about your business. Would you throw out absolutely everything because something that is so small and so minuscule doesn't like look perfect in your eyes or isn't exactly how your controlling self would like it to be. Any control freaks in here? Hello, me. If things aren't absolutely perfect how I want them to be, I'm like, this is trash. (laughs) It belongs in the garbage. Would you throw your, I'm not, I love my husband. I'm not going to throw him away because he bought me birthday underwear. He also got me a razor and deodorant because I steal his. Like, that's where we're at, y'all. 
am I going to throw him away because he didn't show up with like, have y'all seen the stuff that Travis Barker's been doing with Kourtney Kardashian lately? Like a million roses and let me tattoo my, your name on my heart and all this. No, I'm not going to throw him away. I'm going to love the 99.9% .9 of him. That to me is perfect, right? Well, maybe like 95. Mm. But I'm, you shouldn't throw your business to the side because one thing bothers you or because one thing goes wrong, right? That's when you have to tap into that entrepreneurial mindset and know that these things are fixable. They don't define you. There's going to be hiccups and there's going to be bumps. And it really is what separates you. I mean, all, all of the network marketer, marketers here and listening to this later, like, there is no secret sauce except for this. The ones that are successful are the ones that stay and figure it out. That's it. There's no, there's no difference. There's no, she's prettier. She's got more money. Her house is better. She's skinnier. She's this, she's that, or it doesn't matter. Like pick your, pick your word. The only difference between the people that quote unquote fail in this business and the people that don't are the people that don't keep going. That's it. They're, they, they have the mindset to see an issue and you can feel, you can be upset. I've been upset many times in this business. This is one of the reasons that this training tonight is so like my heart is pumping this whole time because I'm walking through it right now. You know, like we're allowed to feel things, but the difference is between the people that truly become successful here and the people that don't, it's the same thing with successful marriages, people that stay in the marriages and make it work and celebrate. But you, what are your parents about to celebrate 40 years or something, Callie? Like that's amazing. Yeah. You, you, you make it work. Yes. You see the problems. Yes. You identify the cracks and then you fix them. You come up with ideas and, and ways and, and reasons that it's worth fixing. That's it. Secret sauce. Boom. I should be a millionaire right there. <laughs> Done. I'm retiring. Right. Mm -hmm. And even before we go to the next one, because I think the reality phase is where most people kind of sit, you know, um, is the same, the same applies to your team too, right? Just because we can't expect our corporate structure to be perfect, or there's going to be hiccups in shipping or, you know, whatever it is, that's one thing. But think about it. We're dealing, we're working with actual human beings on a day-to-day -day basis. We're forming relationships with other human beings on a day-to-day -day basis. I am such an imperfect, flawed human and um, love you guys. You are all also imperfect, flawed humans. And so I try to, you know, give, give my team or give whoever I'm working with that grace of like, okay, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect either. Let me like extend this little olive branch and let's figure this out and let's talk through this, right? And that kind of brings us to our, our next phase. If you guys have any idea what it is, if you're, if you're on with us live, drop in the chat, what do you think the next phase is? Lindsay kind of looked at me like I had three heads and I was like, this is what we're going to call it. I don't know if it's like a Southern thing. <laughs> I could have, I, I thought I'm going to give a major hint away right now. I couldn't remember if it was uh, that number or another number that was with it. Cause I think it might be five, but maybe it's, Seven. Oh, I looked it up. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. And my, my, my Southern is showing, but the seven year itch. Have y'all ever heard of that? The seven year itch? 
Okay. So they say like seven years into your marriage, things get boring. They get stale. They get mundane. It's the same. Hell y'all, I am like three years in the market and maybe it's COVID and maybe because we've sat here the same day in and out over and over. I feel that, right? I, I feel like we've the seven year itch has now gone down to three, right? So you get annoyed. That's when you start getting annoyed with each other, right? If you have kids, like the kids are in school, you're waking up, you're driving to work, you're leaving work, you go stop, pick up the kids on the way home, come home, cook dinner, bathe the kids, put them to bed, do that. Like everything starts to feel very, you know, routines are great, but sometimes they get so boring. And in this period, the same as with your business, right? Y'all, I've been with our company for almost five years. Do I wake up like, oh my God, the sun is shining. Life is great. Now I'm going to sell makeup today. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Things have become routine. I know that I'm going to wake up and sell makeup today. I know that I'm going to wake up and I'm going to talk to my team today. I know that I'm going to have empowering conversations with people today. Do they get me excited? Yeah. Do I like, yes, can't wait. Like, no. I remember when my husband and I were first dating and we did long distance from California to South Carolina. And I remember the feelings of like being on the airplane, like waiting for the airplane to land or like being a baggage plane and him picking me up. And, and when he would fly to see me and like that drive to the airport and y'all, like that physical like response, like that heart beating and like breathing fast and like so nervous, y'all that's gone. He's in the other room and I, I legit have the door locked when we do these, <laughs> right? I am not excited to see him right now. I'm like, stay over there. And the same thing is true with our business. We get so excited and we're like, I got this, I'm promoting, I'm thriving, I'm flying. And then reality hits and then past then it's like, okay, this is normal. This is normal. The further up you go in a company, the harder it is to get to the next level. And so you're doing the same things day after day and you might just be inching a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer, right? This is the phase because you're quote unquote bored or because you're stuck in this routine that your eyes start to wander mm -hmm. where you think, is the grass greener on the other side? Oh, damn, he's cute. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, if you had told me at the beginning of, the, of the, the beginning of my relationship with my husband, I'd be like, oh God, he's disgusting to everybody that walked by. I was like, I only have eyes for him. And now I'm like, you know, <laughs> Hemsworth who? Okay. Right? It happens. And the same thing is going to happen in your business, right? There are people, and Lindsay's going to go into this. I don't want to take your 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 bullet points away from you. <laughs> Just talking about the talking about like the highlight reel, mm -hmm. right? There are people that switch companies, quit, trash talk, go to another company. They're like, things are amazing. Do you think that if things weren't great, they would be posting about it? No. Mm -mm. I don't think so. People put out what they want to. And so when you're sitting here in that seven year itch, 
because things have gotten complacent and because you're like, blah, 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 that's when it becomes so easy to be distracted, right? Same thing in your marriage. I'm gonna let you go, Lindsay. Yeah, no, the comparison is crazy. The comparison is crazy. And I'm not gonna lie, my seven year, my seven year itch was about six months ago. And, 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 and in your business, the seven has nothing to do with it. Like it could be seven months. It could be a year. It could be five years, like take the number out of it. Um, and supposedly in marriage, I'm really thinking it's five because we're about to celebrate five years and I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's five. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna settle on that. Um, but it was hard. It was, it was a difficult phase because it was coming at me from every direction. Like my sales aren't where I want them to be. I'm not recruiting the way that I usually am. I'm seeing this over here. I'm seeing that over here. This group of people aren't happy. You know, like I'm doing the same damn thing every day, all day, over and over and over again. You know, it's, it was this compiling. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, so-and-so is going over where, you know, and then I'm looking this way and then I'm looking that way. You guys, I'm, it's human. And this was another reason why I was so excited to have this Zoom, this training, this podcast tonight is because this doesn't get talked about. People just leave with no warning. They'll just leave. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll look the other direction and then they'll go. No. And, and many of them, there's no fight to make it better. There's no, you know, and, and it's the same thing in a marriage. Sometimes people just call it quits, but you got to, you got to fight for it. You got to find the value in the fighting and, and you can't look around and think that everywhere else suddenly is a freaking godsend, but your, but yours isn't, that's not realistic either. We get on social media. I mean, most of us work the majority of our businesses on social media. Like Callie said, it's the highlight reel. People are posting their cars and their this and their paychecks and their that. It's I do it. That's amazing. That's great. But they're not posting the late night that they just stayed up crying because somebody on their team was mad at them and said something mean or the person on their team that that left or the, you know, the questions that they have with whatever, like they're not, <laughs> they're not, do you want to say something? I do. That's why it's called attraction marketing. Yes. It's not called turn them the other way and pray to God they don't follow me or join my team marketing. It is called attraction marketing. The things that people put out in this industry are to attract you to them. So if you are attracted to that, that means that somebody's doing their job. Now I'm done. <laughs> Like, what is she doing over there? I was raising my hands. (laughs) Um, the the last thing that I was gonna say on the comparison thing, it's it think about think about the last fight you had with your partner. The last fight you had with them. Did you post about it? Did you go live and say, guess what? Guess what happened last night? Can't wait to tell you about it. I see some people hiding their faces right now and I'm cracking up. I see you. (laughs) We don't, we don't do that. Right. And we're going to talk in a little bit about how to handle these situations, which I'm really, really excited about too. But just know when you get online and you have your doubts and you have your feelings, you have your cold feet, you're in your seven year itch and reality's hit and all these things are happening and you're looking around and you're, and you're seeing what other people are putting out there. They're putting it out there for a reason, right? Just take a good, hard look at your circumstances and what's going on in your world 
And remember, it's a highlight reel. Okay, it's a highlight reel. Don't, it, it's the grass is greener thing. The grass is greener where you water it. Like how many times have we heard that? That's that it's like, it doesn't even carry meaning anymore because I've heard it so many times. But if you really stop and think about it, same thing with your marriage, same exact thing. Is there anything else on that? I'm so excited. Girl, for this one. I, I'm going to say one of my least more things. And I actually told somebody this analogy like yesterday. And I think this kind of goes to the reality phase, the itchy phase. That sounds weird. <laughs> itchy phase. <laughs> what are we going to call it? Anyways. So how many of you guys have ever sat with a group of girlfriends at lunch or at dinner at happy hour and they all are complaining about their husbands, mm-hmm. right? I do it. I'm like, hello, bitch fest, men suck, right? <laughs> Why are they so much work? And next thing you know, you're just so angry at your husband when you get home. I know I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I've been to lunch with girlfriends and they're like, he never turns the lights off. I mean, something as simple as that, and it bothers them that he like leaves rooms without turning the lights off. My husband does that. Has it ever bothered me? No. I just go turn the light off, you know? For my mom, it was always my dad leaves his socks everywhere. Everyone was always like, I'm just picking up socks, right? So then you have you noticed when you go home, all of a sudden you're pissed at your spouse for doing the things that your friends were pissed at their spouses before. And they're like, and he's like, you never yelled at me for turning the lights off. Why are you so mad at me today? Right? When we surround ourselves with people that are unhappy, whether it's in their marriage, in their business, what have you, it's going to rub off on you. Right? You're the, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending your time around people who are in toxic marriages or are super unhappy or, you know, what have you, you're going to be pissed at your husband and he didn't even do anything. If you spend your time in business and you surround yourself in your business with people who are unhappy, that is going to rub off on you, right? I've been in this situation before. Where I would get off of a call and be like, that was a great call. <laughs> and then somebody would call me and be like, can you believe? And by the end of that conversation with a friend, right? We're going to throw that in quotes. By the end of that, I was like, oh my God, you're right. That was horrible. We must riot. <laughs> and it's not the case, right? I was allowing other people's feelings about outside things or about like their personal issues or not, I feel like issues have like a bad connotation to it, but their personal struggles to affect my heart. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was like, you're right. Like let's <laughs> ride at dawn. Like I'm out. And it, when I sat back and was like, I wasn't bothered by that, but I was putting myself in situations that were kind of like, you know, tweaking my, my thoughts or, you know, I was allowing myself to be influenced in a, about things that didn't actually bother me. Right. And same thing when you're hanging out with girlies that are unhappy talking smack about their husbands, you're pissed at yours. You hang around people that talk smack about their business are going to be pissed at yours. 
And do you really want to, I mean, I'm sorry, but the women that I know that sit around and talk crap about their husbands, like it's one thing to be like, oh, he left the toilet seat up again last night versus like, I can't believe I married that idiot, you know? But we know, we know those people that like really sit around and just like, I almost want to say like humiliate, like humiliate their partners. That's really not what you want to be. That's really not the kind of woman or partner or sister or friend or whatever that you want to be like, right? And we're, we're, I'm just going to nerd out for a second. We are physiologically designed to duplicate who we're around. We have neurons in our brain called mirror neurons that are mirror neurons. Whoever came up with that was like, <laughs> really, mirror neurons. I sound smart for a hot second. Um, that are, it's literally there for us to duplicate what we see. We start to talk, to dress, to verbalize, to treat people, to think, you know, like the people that we hang around with the most, that you're the average of the five people you hang around. It's not just a catchphrase, it's science. It's literally science. And so when you think about the words that you're taking in, it's funny, Callie was actually like a handful of months ago, I was in a place of struggle, Callie, I don't even know if you know this, but we jumped on the phone and she said, you need to pay attention to your diet, like the conversations that you're feeding on, like the things that you are taking in, how is your diet affecting you? And that was like, and that was the turning point of my seven year itch. That was like the end phase of getting out of my seven year itch and into the next phase that feels really damn good, but it takes personal responsibility. It does. You can't sit there and say, well, he does this and she does that and corporate that. And you know, all these, all the finger points and all the different directions. Sometimes it really does take a moment of self-reflection and saying, what can I take responsibility for? What changes can I make? Can I change who I'm around? Can I change my diet, right? The words that you're taking in. Sometimes it takes that and that's hard. It's hard to do sometimes, but always worth it. Yeah. And I think you have to, we've been on this one for so long, but because <laughs> I feel like it's the hardest, right? But sometimes you have to remember why you fell in love. Mm. Why did you fall in love with your husband? Why did you fall in love with your business? Right. And that's why we say in this industry so much, you know, your why has to be so strong that you can always pull yourself back to it. And you have to remind yourself of, you know, where you started. We think about where we are and where we want to go and we forget kind of where we came from and what we've already accomplished. So I'm going to let you go on to the next topic because I could sit here for 20 more minutes and then everyone would be asleep and be over me. That's a good one though. I'm glad we took our time on that one because it matters and it's it hard. It's it hard. Um, okay. So this last um, phase that we're going to walk you guys through is called the fulfillment phase. Okay, this is the phase that you in your marriage feel in alignment with your partner. You know him, you see him, he sees you, he knows you. Now, please hear me, you guys. This doesn't mean it's perfect. This doesn't mean you never fight. This doesn't mean you, you know, all of those different things. Those are human things, but you're able to navigate them. You're, you're even able to appreciate them. It's this intense alignment that happens where all of a sudden, all of those outside things that were so noisy at one point, your, your mother's opinion and your best friend's opinion and the work stuff and the money stuff, all of a sudden it's, it's just gotten a little bit quieter, right? It's you and him. And then everything else is details. 
right? That's the fulfillment phase. And here's the thing, the fighting and the noise and all of this stuff, it's not that just like, you know, you hit that phase and all of a sudden the volume gets turned down. You turned the volume down because you chose to, and you were able to choose that because of the fights, because of the seven-year itch, because of the reality, because of the cold feet, because of all of that tough crap that you decided was worth walking through instead of turning the other way, that's the only way that fulfillment is, is, is able to be. It's the only way. You can't jump from honeymoon to fulfillment and skip all the things in between. You can't do it. There's so much preparation and learning and lesson and value in the tough stuff. And we want to be so quick to brush it away and wish it away and compare and say, oh, I wish I had that marriage, wish I had that business. But for what? You have to be able to pull that value. I heard this the other day and I love it so much. This woman said, you know, I've been sitting here and I have been praying for all of these changes in my business. I want, you know, the, the 20 K followers and I want the, um, she's a, she's a music writer. She's like, I want my music to be picked up by these huge corporations. And I want this and I want that. And she said, you know what, if all of that, if, if, if God or whatever you believe in were to just plop that all down on my lap right here, right this second, I would not know what to do with it. I would be so just frozen in fear because I have not gone through the things that I need to go through and able to properly function in that life that I want so bad. And she'll get it someday. She's going to work her little booty off for it. But from point A to point whatever, Z, all those letters in between, she couldn't have handled the end game without walking through all of that. So next time you're going through a fight or a battle in your business or a doubtful moment or whatever, take a step back and find the value in it. And I promise you, you guys, this is, I mean, this is a podcast for another day, but this is my whole, this is my whole life. This is my, this is my recovery journey. This is my marriage. This is so many things is it's finding the, the power and the pain. It's finding the good in, in the really hard stuff that you're faced with. And if you can do that, keys to the kingdom. There's nothing, literally nothing that you can't do or be or build or accomplish because you know, no matter what version of adversity falls in front of you, you're pulling value from it and let's go. That's huge. I want that. Oh, I feel like- I'm like, I'm in tears over here. <laughs> it's good oh it's good and it's worth it and it's freaking hard but man I mean I mean think about if anything easy like is it really worth it like does it bring that just like overwhelming joy and excitement and pride to your heart and your world if you didn't have to work for it you know what I mean like there's just such value in that we can get so wrapped up in the quick automatic instant gratification i mean that's our culture we're wired to work that way right now instant gratification culture but we skip all the good stuff and it might not look good in the moment but it's good it's really really good okay i think i think in that fulfillment phase i have composed myself i'm not gonna cry right this moment but in that in that fulfillment phase nothing rocks your boat right? It's so much easier. My mom says this about my dad all the time. And my parents have been married. They've been together 
since they were like 14. I think my mom has only ever like, my dad's like the only guy she's ever like kissed. Like they like the real deal, right? And um, my mom will say things now. She goes, God, your dad can't live without him, can't kill him. Like those, like, those are two options. Can't live without him, can't kill him. And the same thing happens for like our business. I love my business. There are things that I just want to like, <laughs> yeah. but I can't live without it. I can't live without it, can't kill it. And I think it's interesting. And one thing that I want to bring up before we move forward is think about divorce. We haven't even brought that up yet. It's real. There's no, absolutely no shame in that whatsoever, whatsoever. But think about the steps before you get divorced. Do I think that some journeys and some marriages need to come to an end? Yes. I know people that have been in very abusive relationships, very abusive marriages, and I'm so proud of them for taking that step and, and getting out, or even when things just don't work out, right? But legally speaking, and I'm in, I'm in California and I've only ever lived in South Carolina. So I don't know all the state's guidelines, but I'm pretty sure there's only one or two states that you can get like a quick divorce. There's a reason why the law makes you go through a separation, makes you go through a process. Because if we were to get divorced every time our husbands pissed us off, Y'all, I would have been divorced 15 times over, right? If you were to quit your business every time it pissed you off or you didn't feel good, I mean, it, you, there, that's where regret steps in. There's a process, there's a separation period by law to see like, is this really what's best for me? Is this really what I need? Is this really what I want or, or whatever? or to see if things can be fixed. It's okay to go into that quote unquote separation mode in your business. It's okay to sit back and say, are there solutions to the problems that I have? If I have this beef with my biz, can is there a solution? Is there a step? Is there a process to fix this? That's what separation is in marriage right? Can we work this out? Is it going to work? Do I like being away from you? I have had people quit their company and like scream, cry, beg for their spot back three days later because they're like, oh my God, this is the worst mistake ever, right? So before you divorce your business, if it's come to that, take a step back, right? Give yourself some space and some grace, right? We've all been there, right? Like I said, I don't wake up every single day and say like, yay, I can't wait to sell makeup. I can't wait to lead a team. I can't wait. There are days when that doesn't happen. But if every time I woke up feeling uninspired, I quit, I would have so many regrets. So many regrets. So we're going to wrap this up. I know we've been rambling so much, but I just have so much to say about this. And I know Lindsay does too, but so we want to give you guys tips for a successful and in quotes marriage, AKA business. And we'll bust through these as fast as we can. But the first one is communication. Just like you've got to talk to your husband. You've got to talk to your partner. You've got to talk to your team. 
you've got to talk to your leaders. You've got to talk to the people above you, around you, surrounding you. If you're not communicating, things will fail, right? And find, find a friend. I mean, Kendall, both of you guys have talked about this before. Find your business bestie. You guys, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would still be in this industry if I didn't have like my rocks. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. Here's the, here's the little asterisk I'm going to put next to that. Your rock needs to be somebody that is not going to push you over the ledge when you're towing that line. They're going to hold space for you to be honest and, and, and say the things that you need to say, but then they're going to bring you back. They're going to pull you back off the ledge and you're going to do the same thing for them, right? Your business bestie cannot be one of the girls sitting around the table talking crap about her husband. Can't be one of those girls because you won't make it and neither will she. You guys will fall off of the ledge together. I've seen it happen. I'll continue to see it happen. It's, it's just what it is. You need to partner yourself or, or, or get yourself close to somebody that is like-minded in goals and vision and heart and priority, right? And, and lean on each other. And it's going to make it so much better and so much easier. And that communication piece is huge. Don't just stuff everything down. You don't have to do this alone. It's one of the most beautiful things about this industry that I love so much is the the connection the empathy the sisterhood like i know that's like the corniest line ever but it's true i think one of the scariest feelings in the world is feeling alone i think all of our problems in the world are amplified by feeling like i am alone in this and so if you can have your person that can tell you you're not alone in this i'm here with you let's figure this out it's gonna it's gonna change everything Totally. And I think it's funny to say, like, marry your best friend, right? Mm -hmm. Did I marry for money? No. Did I marry for looks? I mean, he's hot, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> I, you marry your best, you marry your best friend because when things aren't so shiny and honeymoony anymore, you have something to fall back on. And that's that friendship. And the same thing is with your business. So I'm just going to rattle these off because I have another call to go on like two minutes. <laughs> um, so rekindle that flame. Keep dating. Keep dating your spouse. Keep dating your business. Go back to the basics. Remember why you started. You have to make sacrifices in relationships. You have to make sacrifices in your business when things aren't feeling right or you're pissed off or you're like, this isn't how I would do it. Make that sacrifice. Compromise compromise, learn to back to that communication, compromise and let somebody know, give and take, um, prioritize, you prioritize your marriage, you prioritize your business, stay committed to your vision, whether that's you and your spouse rocking on the front porch, watching the grandkids run in the front yard, or that's you hitting the top of your company and becoming like a million dollar earner. Pick your battles, pick your battles with your spouse, pick your battles with your business. And most importantly, celebrate, celebrate each other, celebrate the wins, celebrate everything along the way. I'm not going to hop off of here without reading this because it's so powerful. I talked to my mom um, about things. And my mom is one of those. She doesn't say a ton, especially related to my business. She's been at retreats with my leaders and, and things like that. But my mom, I had talked to her about some things and she emailed me yesterday and said, I have a few thoughts dot, dot, dot. My parents have owned their own business since, you know, forever. They have a furniture company 
And my mom was talking to me about like, do I wake up every single day? And am I so excited? Like this rocking chair is going to change somebody's life. She's like, no, but this rocking chair is going to allow myself to finance my life. Am I passionate about a rocking chair? No. And I, does the rocking chair finance my passions? Yes. So I'm going to read you guys verbatim. Mama Jill, if you're on my team, that's, we all call her that. She just says things so great. And this is what she sent me. She said, work is like any other relationship you have. When you find something you do well, it's like dating when everything is new and exciting. You want to spend all of your time with that special someone and learn everything you can about them. As your relationship progresses, you realize maintaining that relationship takes work. You have to devote time and energy to another person, even when you don't feel like it. Putting your partner's needs ahead of your own sometimes. Changing your schedule just to lend a hand. Making compromises because your relationship is worth it. Marriage is setting goals and building a future with each other. When you're involved in your own business, it's the exact same thing. You spend time cultivating relationships. You set goals. You make those compromises to grow your business. You devote time and energy to maintaining a working relationship with others. Do you feel passionate about your spouse every day, or do you wonder why the hell husbands are so much work? Do you always give 100% of yourself to your spouse? Are you putting 100% into your relationship? Do you put 100% to your business every day, or are you just doing enough to get by in both? Work should be a means to an end, whatever that end is for you. What are you doing each day and why? Is it to be impactful to the world? Is it to support your family and your financial goals? Are you working to be fulfilled or are you using this work as a way to afford the things that bring you joy? It's all about your perception of what you do and why you do it. And I was just like, mom. And it's so true. It is so true. I'm gonna, I will like post that all over the internet. Like it spoke to me so hard, so hard. And you know, she's right. It is your perception. It's what you choose to do. It's what you choose to fight for. It's what you choose to, to pour into. But literally, we join these types of businesses to truly be able to sit in the driver's seat and to make those choices. The choice is yours. Nobody makes you stay in your marriage. Nobody makes you stay in your business. You have the choice. It's up to you. So... We can, do you want to go back to our, our little affirmation and see? I love when I like read these and they just hit differently. Mm -hmm. So hard. It says, as long as there is hope in my heart, hope for your marriage, hope for your business, hope for whatever, my spirit can rise from the depths. No matter how tough things get, no matter the trenches that you're in or the depths that are in your business or your life or whatever, there's hope in your heart. If you keep that hope there, you're going to be a-okay. I'm not going to lie. I heard that a little bit different at the end of the Zoom than I did in the beginning of the Zoom. And when I say a little, I mean a lot. I heard that a lot different. Yeah. Me too. And I picked it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh, this has been such a joy to talk about. And as you can see, like Lindsay and I feel so passionately about this and, you know, we are just so 
just inspired and thankful. And sometimes analogies like this seem a little silly, but they're, they can be so powerful. So thank you guys for bearing with us for the last hour and through my, you know, <laughs> noise issues, my sound issues and technical difficulties, but we appreciate you. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for filling in. Kendall's going to be so proud when she listens. <laughs> thank you for having me. That was amazing. So much fun. And thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. I hope this touched your heart a little bit and we'll be back next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.